Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fantasy Dating Radio. I am your host, Suzanne Casamento. I am the author of Dare to Date, a dating expert, and the creator of FantasyDatingGame.com. Unfortunately, tonight, Ryan is unable to be with us, but I have a special, special guest on the line. She is a, a, a fantastic fantasy dater. She went from fed up with dating to scoring over 100 fantasy dating points. Her name is Vix, and she is live with us from London. Hi, Vix. Hi, hi. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. For, thank you so much for calling in because I do realize it's a million o'clock over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's one o'clock. It's not that. It's not that bad. It's like a, I would probably go to bed now, so it's perfectly fine. You're cool. You're cool. Thank you so much. So. Um, so how's your game going? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It is a game. And I'll be honest, I'll say it straight out there. If it wasn't for your game, I wouldn't have dated at all this year. I mean, I've been, I'll say it out there to the universe, five years dating free. And because of Susanna's dating game, I actually got out there and fantasy dated in the last, what, I think I'm on week seven now. So I actually got that out there and dated because um, and it's been really, really helpful for a reluctant dater, as I like to call myself. <laughs> yes, I'm so yes. glad you are no longer reluctant. <laughs> well, I think I still am reluctant because, you know, I've got a friend zone guy right now. So, yeah, I'm kind of still a little bit reluctant. But it, 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 every time, do you know what the funny thing is? As soon as I think about dating, I go, oh, how many points can I get? And as soon as I think that, it just takes all the energy out of it, and it just becomes not so serious. And I think that's the fabulous part about the game. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. That's exactly the goal. Yeah. Well, I mean, the last thing we want dating to be is scary. So if you just concentrate on, well, hey, if I give a number, I'll get a point. <laughs> that's exactly what I've been doing. Six points here, one point here. But I'll have to admit, though, obviously, when I first went onto the online dating thing, which I haven't done. The most, the reason why I got so many points was I'm, I don't know, I must have a cute picture or something because I did actually do an experiment where I actually didn't put anything on my profile. I just put my picture and I got loads of messages just based on that. I didn't even fill out my profile. So that goes to show what the main content of their oh, seeking becomes. That's what I'm going to well, say about that. What kind of messages did you get? I mean, they couldn't have. Well, what kind of messages did you get? <laughs> oh Lord! I mean, it seems like it seems like a millennium ago, but I got. I never. Do you know what the thing is about it? Is I didn't get any D pics. 
I didn't get any horrible messages. I got a really, really lovely, sweet messages from guys that should not even be looking at me whatsoever. Right? What? They were batting Why? Above, they were, they were batting above their weight. What the heck are you trying to do? You're like oh. 67. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. actually got a transvestite that checked my profile picture, and I screenshotted that. Well, I'm not sure whether to be impressed that he wanted to use me as an next diva look or whatever. I'm not sure. But did um, you... No, I didn't really like the online dating thing at all. I didn't like it. I just found it. I'm not good with the, the offline or the online. I don't actually know where I'm going to be now. Um, and at the moment, a friend is introducing me to some guy that I'm talking to you. So I'm going to see if it's a, there's some craziness with that, as we talked about yesterday, about the the uh, meltdown zone of the guys over about 40 years old. Um, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of meltdowning going on. I don't know what's happening. There's something in the water. Something yes. going on right there. Let's kind of explain that to the audience for a second. So yesterday, Vix and I were Skyping, and we found that we had something very interesting in common, that we had recently gone out with guys twice, and that after the second time, both of them melted down. And so in my situation, it was he, he was very kind, called and explained and said, you know, I, I'm in no condition to have a relationship right now and all that, you know, and just very politely explained that he wasn't ready to have a relationship. But what was interesting to me was I wasn't really necessarily looking for this high committed, you know, hey, come home for Thanksgiving and meet my mom situation. <laughs> it, you know, exactly. we just went on two dates and the same thing had happened to Vix. It's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had the I had the second day... He'd gone out, he'd gone to see James Bond, he'd gone shopping, you know, he went out and bought clothes and, you know, we were picking out slacks and, you know, comfy jumpers and sitting around the Christmas dining table and stuff. And then I'm, like, trying to, like, okay, dude, a second day, let me see if there's some kind of, like, physical something going on here because he's, he's very good. He doesn't talk sexually when you're talking to him and everything. He's 50, he's been married before, been divorced since 2009. So I'm thinking, okay, he's got his game on tight. Okay, that's fine. Um, mm-hmm. It beats a lot of other guys that talk about that stuff really up front. And I thought, okay, I kind of like that. I'm really impressed by that. But also, he is my best friend's cousin. So I think mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing where he doesn't want to go down a bad road, which is fine and it's okay. And it all suits me. All that suits me, my energy, investment. But all the, I'm like, seriously, you're in my house, you've come back, you're in my house, you're drinking coffee, I'm trying to flirt at nothing, just nothing. Mm. Like, what the heck? I'm like, mm. okay, well, if you're not interested, why are you still here? <laughs> so, as I said to Susanna yesterday, I just, you know, I said, you know what, I don't know what he wants, or he's not, or clearly doesn't want anything. So I got, I had some ironing I needed to do. And I'm sorry, every every guy on the planet, I did this. <laughs> I went and got my ironing board out, and I pulled out all my ironing and put it on my chair, and I start and I plugged the iron in as a way to get the dude that wasn't going to give me a kiss, a hug, or nothing out of my house. Oh my and it gosh! Still did work. 
he decided he wanted to do a kind of Dr. Phil play-by-play of how he felt. Really, dude? Seriously? It's day number two. Just chill. Just chill. Well, yeah, just chill. And that's that's the whole thing that was so shocking for both of us. It's like, what are you guys freaking out over? They were just, it's just dating. It's just dating. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be, and that's, that's why, you know, I created fantasy dating. That's why you're fantasy dating, to have some fun, to get to know people, to try to, you know. It's, it's, but I actually think, though, I think, I think female, I mean, in, in, in England, I'll be honest, we, I've never really known about the concept of dating. That's why I'm a reluctant date because it was never something we did in England. You met someone, you said, okay, this works. You ended up in a relationship. So, really? you know, for all of my younger years, you didn't date. You never dated around. You never had three, four, five guys on the go. That's not what we did. I used to be like, I used to read those, used to read those sweetheart books or something when I was 15, 16. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. And I was like, oh, my God, they date, they've got the prom, they got what? Oh, my God, I wanted to be American, right? <laughs> but we didn't, do, we didn't do that. I seriously wanted to be an American, but my grandmother's American, so I nearly could have been American. But I'm like, oh, so what is that? But we never had that here. So when the guys date here, they... To them, and I think what's happened now is most guys dating is SCUK in. It isn't really to dating for data to see if this is a potential person for a relationship. It's just someone to have fun with, see what you can get out of. And I think that's the challenge that everybody's facing because everybody's got a different definition. Mm. And I think one thing I did ask the guy on the first date, what do you what do you mean by dating? And he couldn't ask me, which meant I already knew he was busted. Mm. And I think women need to ask guys, what's your definition of dating? What does that well, include? That's a great question. But but people are online dating in 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 England, aren't they? Yeah, of course they are. There's loads of them. None of them right. I want to know, but yeah, there's lots of them. <laughs> But so is it? So are those people not dating? Are those people just? I mean, I don't get it. I don't get why they're. Uh, wait, I, I'm totally There's confused. <laughs> so no, people no, don't no. necessarily what, what date. Is, no, they, they, no, they call it dating, but a lot of dating is like you go out once, and like my friend, I remember my girlfriend phoned me one time, and I'd actually it was a blog talk radio show. It was a guy's, it was a guy's show, and I was like, okay, let me listen to this. I listened to it one day. And I was like, wow, the wisdom. So I literally listen to that show every week. I'm getting all the guy knowledge, what the what the pimp kind of guys are telling men to do to women. I listen to that show, and I school all my girlfriends on that, okay? Uh, and okay. she said to me, she went on the first day, and then the second said, oh, yeah, I'd like to meet up with you. And he said, oh, yeah, but money's a bit tight. Do you want to come into my house? I said, no, no, that's a set-up. That's called back to the crib. He doesn't really want to go on dates. He just wants to make it as cheap as possible to get you in wherever he needs to get you. And then he even had the cheek to say, oh, money's a bit tight. Um, you didn't pay for the first date. I said, you know what you need to do? PayPal him, PayPal him your half. And she did. Huh. And it was only £12, which is probably about $20 or something. Wow. So uh-huh. that, that, and, and 
I've been using that to kind of school girls on the new rules because men are basically deciding that, wait, well, there's so many women, I don't need to really date you if I can get what I need to get with some game. If, if, well, if unfortunately the guys without the game that we want can't get us because they just don't have the game. And I think you said your guest is basically on that tip. And they're the guys that were actually interested. We're not interested in the other ones, really and truly. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's horrible. So- it is horrible. But And I have loved that your challenge has really pushed me out there because I think I've met a nice one. It's just going to take a, lot, a bit of tweaking. Right? Good. We found, a love of, good. we found a love of cars tonight. We found a love oh. of um, vintage cars this evening and we talked about cars and engines and we talked about um, we both actually, are, his dad and my dad are from the same Caribbean country, and I didn't actually know that. So there's... So you, we, you keep you finding know, more in common. We keep finding more in common. I think what he's trying to do That's is good. he's trying to make sure in two dates he eliminates, and what's happened is he's realizing there's more in the tin than he thinks, and I think that's what a lot of people are having. They're doing the microwave thing where you've got to find out everything, sleep with that person within two days, find out everything. People don't work yeah. like that. No, people, people don't, don't work, work like that, and that's not what it's about. You know, take no. your time, enjoy each about. other, have some fun, get to know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Unfold. Unfold, you know, naturally unfold. It's like... I didn't know you liked cars. I said, well, you never asked. You just happened to say, I said, what are you watching? And he said, I'm watching this program about love for cars. Oh, I said, oh, my God, I love that program. What car are they doing up? We had this whole dialogue about two of my favorite cars and one car that my dad actually owned that I used, that I helped him get all the parts for. So it, it, it lent into a whole half an hour of, you know, of conversation, which he wouldn't have had had he not mentioned that. But he wouldn't right. have known it because it wouldn't have come up. But if you're right, trying because to eliminate it takes time. three dates, you're not right. going to after that. Of course not. Of course not. It takes time. You can't, you know, again, like you said earlier, just chill and, just, you know, just enjoy. Chill. and Yeah, yeah, enjoy. This is exciting. Good. Is I, I will listen to your show, but I'll be honest, it's, I've had, you know, like, as I said today, uh, like, privately, I said to you, the guy's been on the text from, what was it, half ten this morning till, like, 11 o'clock tonight. And I was like, okay, you said you're not interested after the second date, but you can be texting me from half past ten in the morning and then on the phone to me for an hour and a half this evening. Yeah. He's either extremely bored, okay. crazy, or totally into you. <laughs> I think he's totally into you. No one's going to spend that much time texting you and then getting on the phone with you if he's not totally into you. But we come to the consensus. And, obviously, as I said, telling his sister, no, telling his cousin, that he was in my area and my number plate, and she knew me. So he's been talking about me in some way that he told his cousin about who I was. Oh yeah, he's definitely talking about you. I mean, he and of course because and I mean and she also connected you. So there's that too. And by the way, nice work by you know agreeing to get signed up and taking the chance because or, I mean to get uh uh sorry, to get set up 
and taking the chance because it worked out well. <laughs> a lot of people, well, you know, you when know, someone says, hey, can I set hey, you up with someone? They, I'm sorry? Hey, 13 points, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. It's fantastic. All right, well, unfortunately, okay. I have to wrap this up because our guest is coming on the line. Perfectly fine. Thank you so much for calling in. in. <laughs> and I will listen in. And um, I will be going to my Betty Buys, but I will listen okay. in tomorrow on the podcast on my way to work. And uh, I look forward to hearing um, your uh, callers and your guests' information on how to get these slightly shy, awkward guys that we kind of like and want to love that get yes. so awkward that we kind of want to just dismiss them, please help us because I keep meeting them and that's the ones I like, but I just can't seem to connect because they get so awkward that it's really difficult. So well, we, please we will find out. For me. All right, and, and I will. Just, uh, I think he's listening right now, funny. so we're going to... Thank you for everything. You take care. Okay. Good luck. Okay, bye. Keep posted. Bye. bye. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Are you there? Okay, I'm here. Fantastic. Thanks so much for calling in. Of course, um, of course. Will you um, take a moment and uh, and let the audience know who you are? This is Mike, and I believe it's... It, it, can you pronounce your last name for me? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's Mike McApinlack. Awesome. Mike McApinlack, and he's the founder of the Social Man Project. And um, please, give us a, give us some information about what you do. Yeah, sure. So I'm really excited to be in L.A. Um, I'm based out of uh, Vancouver, Canada, so I'm here for a couple of weeks. So, um, you know, this all the whole time just kind of worked out. But um, uh, I'm the founder awesome. of Social Man Project, and my mission for over five years has been to um, help shy guys become more socially confident so they can create the dating life that they deserve. Fantastic. So what, what inspired you to start this? <laughs> so, you know, a bit of my background story. I moved to Canada when I was 17. So this was about 13 years ago. And, um, you know, it was a rough transition because when I moved to Canada, number one, I didn't speak English. Number two, I've never seen snow. Um, I've never seen, you know, white people. And it was very difficult for me to adjust and fit in with, the, you know, the whole Canadian culture. So, you know, my first year of, of, um, of moving to Canada was really rough. And um, I spent a lot of time in, in isolation, you know, making friends, let alone getting dates was very difficult for me. So I got Where did you into move this from, field. Um, I was born in the Philippines, but I grew up in, uh, in Saudi Arabia. So I, I was raised in the Middle East. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just to fill and, everyone um, in. Okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... So I, I, I got into this work because, you know, I needed help myself, and I knew that if I didn't know how to get this part of my life handled, I'm going to be forced to, you know, kind of take whatever life throws at me. And the final thing that, um, you know, made me jump into this with both feet was when my first girlfriend dumped me over the phone, and I was crushed, and I was devastated. Uh-oh. And I know I, I, I called her back, you know, I, I begged her to take me back, and she said no. And I said, screw it. You know, I made a commitment to, you know, like learn this myself. And since then, you know, I started noticing that other people were in the same shoes as me. So I start, they started reaching out and, um, you know, that's basically how the, the whole business started. You know, it was, it was a way for me to help myself and, um, you know, as a byproduct, help other people too. Amazing. I love it. I love it. I love it. 
it's kind of similar to uh, fantasy dating and why I created it too to help other people because everybody was just kept complaining about dating. So I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. You know, your your uh, inspiration comes from a similar place. So, um, so how do you help guys? Where do you start? <laughs> so we start off with you know like I mean you know just like with any uh, any journey we start with their goals you know like we um we have to get clear about what they're looking for because i tell my guys that a map is useless without a destination so you know like whether their goals would be you know like something more short term something casual or something more long term and meaningful um i'm not going to be able to help them unless i know exactly what they want so you know step 1 is about getting clear about what they're looking for in a relationship and then step 2 is um finding out the types of women who want the same thing and figuring out where they hang out and putting themselves in those situations as well. So it's a win-win situation of parties. And at the same time, we, you know, the majority of guys that I've worked with, we have to go through uh, a style makeover. So we get them, you know, like a proper haircut. Uh, we, you know, we go shopping. You know, I've signed up some guys for, for the gym too. So, you know, they start to, you know, like lose a bit of belly fat and, and, um, and you know, start getting some, some muscles and some toning. And, uh, and then we go through the whole process of understanding uh, female psychology, you know, uh, crushing their limiting beliefs, helping them with their conversation, storytelling, what to do on a first date, and just like general life, lifestyle stuff. So figuring out what they're passionate about, because at some point the girl's going to want to know, you know, like wh- um, what they want to do with their lives. And the worst thing they can say is, I don't know. So I help them with that too. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, so, so you're sort of like all-around coach. It's not only because, because I'm sure by defining all these things and uh, how, how to describe what they want to a woman, it also helps them understand where they want to end up in their in their lives overall. Exactly. So a lot of a lot of guys come to me for for dating advice, but I think what they what they get out of the program is. They, they, they really get to fall in love with themselves first because, you know, I'm a firm believer of, you know, like you can't give what you don't have and how you see yourself mm-hmm. is how you see other people too. So by having, you know, like having your lifestyle put together or at least having a plan of where, of where your life's going and having a, a more positive and empowering version of yourself, then you're going to project that to women too, which in turn will make you more attractive to more women and, and more people in general. Absolutely. Amen. I just want to scream hallelujah. <laughs> so, so huge. So when you say the program, um, what are you referring to the Social Man Project, right? So what exactly is it? So for three, uh, for three years, um, I, you know, I coach men one-on-one, um, you know, like a face-to-face where, have you seen the movie Hitch? Oh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, so it's very similar to that. You know, we we meet in an office, you know, they fill up an application form, you know, we go through the whole thing. And then, you know, like I review their goals, you know, we chat, you know, there's a bit of lecture. And then the next day we, uh, so that's day one, you know, getting to know each other and kind of going through a bit of a, the plan for the weekend. And then after that, we, you know, we go shopping, you know, it's it, it, it's um it's all about the guy, you know, uh, making sure he's, you know, he looks his best and he feels his best. And then day three is when we go out and start communicating with girls, and um, and we you know we set him up for success for the week you know figuring out his hobbies and interests you know like where he's gonna go because you know like different types of guys attract different types of girls and the worst thing you can do is to treat every single client as if they're the same person so everyone has a specific thing they're looking for 
And, you know, uh, 80% of success is showing up, but you got to show up at the right place. So I'm in the process right now of turning all of that into an online program so I can help more people uh, and, you know, not just the people uh, within my city. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. That sounds so good. So, so because you're so right, you are so right. I mean, everyone's different, so their needs are going to be different, and and uh, and obviously the strategies are going to be different for them. Um, are there some tips, like basic general tips, that you could actually share with us now, just to help the guys who are listening? Of course. So the first thing is when you when you're out and you see you see a beautiful girl, um, a lot of guys you know, they, 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 they start telling themselves different stories. So, so the, you know, normally, you know, including myself, when I see a beautiful girl, uh, especially right now, I'm here in L.A., I'm, I'm here in Hollywood, and there's a lot of pretty girls here. And the first thing that comes to my mind when I see a beautiful girl is, wow. And then immediately, the next thought that comes into, you know, guys' heads, you know, including myself back in the day is, you know, we start making assumptions like, oh, she probably has a boyfriend. Oh, she looks really stuck up. Uh, a girl like that wouldn't go for a guy like me. So the majority of guys, yeah. they end up just sitting there and admiring from a distance. So step number one is to catch yourself when you have that story in your head. And I want you to yeah. reframe that story into something more positive. So instead of saying a girl like that wouldn't go for a guy like me, you know, you can say, you know what, I'm going to go in and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to become the best part of her day. I'm going to go in and, and compliment her and just make her day. You know, So now you're coming in from a place of abundance and you want to give something as opposed to, you want to go there and, you know, meet her and prove to her that you're macho and stuff. So that's step number Yes. And on that uh, note, number, I just want to yeah, – on, on that note, I just want to expand because, you know, obviously I'm in L.A. too. And one of my girlfriends who is now married and has a baby, she – when she was single, this girl is like supermodel hot. And every guy I knew was madly in love with her. And every time she walked into a room, all the heads turned and people were just floored by how gorgeous she was. And nobody ever approached her. Like, guys never, ever came up to her because all believed that she was out of their league. Mm-hmm. And none of that was true. Because think about it. I mean, sometimes the most gorgeous girls never get approached because of those crazy stories that guys are telling themselves. So she yeah. that story because chances are she hasn't been approached in a long, long time, and she's going to actually love having someone come up and say hi. Exactly. Or or even if she's been approached, you know, I mean, the best thing you can do is just be the best version of yourself and, and know that who you are at that moment is enough. And, you know, whatever happens, you know, like, I mean, there's there's always two sides to every um, to every relationship. There's your half that you can control. And, and then there and then there's um, her half, you know, her response to your approach. So, you know, for every guy listening to this, consider how lucky you are, because, you know, like you have. Uh, you know, you have what it takes to just go up and start a conversation with a beautiful girl. On the other hand, you know, women, they don't have that same, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like social liberty because, you know, there's there's social repercussions if, if women start making the first move. Unfortunately, like, would you agree with me? It's kind of a double-edged sword, you know? So so for men who are listening to this, oh, go ahead. You had a question? Oh, no, I was going to say, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's actually something that, that, it, we it, at fantasydatinggame.com. We we actually encourage people to 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 definitely drop a hint, let a guy know you're interested, yeah. make eye contact, totally. smile, say hi. It's not totally. 
we actually feel that it's uh, we don't feel that it's a double edged sword or taboo to approach okay. a guy. So, but that's okay. just our no, approach. Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe 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 it's a little bit different in Canada, you know. Um, uh, so regardless, you know, uh, change the story you're telling yourself. And then number one is, um, you know, let go of any attachment. Let go of any outcome. You know, just go in. Um, I think a lot of guys have lost the, you know, um, they've lost the sense of curiosity to just have a conversation for the sake of having a conversation. You know, like yeah, not okay. every single girl, not every single girl you're, you're going to approach, you know, will like you and you have to be okay with that. And sometimes when, when guys are so attached to the outcome, you know, they, you know, they, they really take rejection personally when at the end of the day, Rejection has nothing to do with them. You know, maybe the girl has a boyfriend. Maybe the girl, um, you know, she just got out, got out of a long-term relationship. She's not looking for the same things you're looking for. Or maybe she's single and available, but you're not going to know if you just admire from a distance. So that's number two. I love that. Mm-hmm. And number three is, you know, you, got, you, you have to be able to give what you're asking for. So if you're asking for the girl to be fit, to be funny, to be ambitious, to be put together... Uh, to have her life together, guess what she's looking for? She's looking for the exact same thing. So if you're not fit, if you're not stylish, if you're not put together, if you don't have your, your life together, you can't expect that from the girl because that's, that's a little bit unfair. So I love you. Can you repeat that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's such a it's, – it's kind of interesting because, because guys who – yeah, I mean, there are a lot of guys who expect – a, a woman to be perfectly fit and perfectly and look amazing all the time and you know they're oh, yeah. in their football jerseys the and yeah and flip flops you know <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah absolutely absolutely so you know I mean like you you don't have to look like Brad Pitt you know you don't have to have you know single percent body fat but man you know like if if you can't see if you can't see your feet you know because your belly's so big you got to take care of that number two. You know, if you Amen. if you smell bad, if you smell bad, yeah. like come on, man, shower. You know, brush your teeth, wear cologne, yes. wear deodorant. Yes. You know, like little yes. things like that. Get a haircut, right? Get clothes that fit, man. And <laughs> and if you hate your job, you, you know, you either suck it up and don't complain about it, or you find a different job or start a business. You know, like there's a lot of things yes. you can do. And there's a lot of things you can do. And um, yeah, that's that's tip number three right there. So yes, I love it. I love it. <laughs> So that's Fantastic. the whole program right there. If you if you sum it up into three days, so you know mindset, and then and then you know getting uh, you know courage, and then lifestyle. So that's uh, that's I what it's all it. about for for us. Mindset, courage, lifestyle—that'd be a good tagline for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just always thinking, but um, yeah, it's amazing. And and you're so right. It is the little things. It's just it's uh, it, you know yeah. Wow, that's great. Um, so. What about your clients? Do you have any success stories? Oh, tons. I think my favorite client has to be, um, you know, if I, he's probably not listening to this because he's, he's out in, in Canada, but, you know, one of my most successful clients, his name's Rick. So when, when Rick came to me at first, you know, I'll be honest with you, Suzanne, I was a little bit intimidated because, you know, he's 60 years old. He's twice my age. You know, I was 29 um, when I met him. And I'm like, man, like, I can't believe this guy's asking for help. You know, like, he, he should be the one teaching me a few things. So when, when, uh, he was referred to me by uh, an old client, too, uh, which I'm really flattered. So when we, when we sat down for, for the, uh, the initial consultation, the first thing that I asked uh, Rick was, um, you know, Rick, like, what, describe to me your, your ideal relationship. And it took him a few minutes to give me an answer. And then uh, and, and right there and then, I, you know, I felt confident that I could help this guy because 
you know, he's been, he's been divorced twice. You know, he's been single for, for a year and a half and he wants to, you know, do, do this right. You know, this, this whole dating thing, right. The third time. So when I met Rick, you know, we really got clear about the kind of relationship that he's looking for. And then, uh, you know, the next day, um, you know, he understood the whole, you know, concept of, you know, social value, you know, girls will judge you based on your initial appearance. It doesn't matter how interesting you are if you don't look like you're interesting. So, we, you know, he, he invested money, you know, he went shopping, got him some, some nice boots, some nice denim, some dress pants, buttoned up some sports, you know, uh, uh, jackets, sports coat, you know, he got a haircut. And then um, we just mapped things out, you know, I'm like, Rick, you know, like based on what you're saying, you know, these are going to be the right uh, places and events that, that you're going to have to show up and, um, and, um, and, and meet these types of girls. And this is how you break the ice. This is, uh, and then, you know, I help him with storytelling too, because, you know, he's an engineer, right? And, and most engineers are very logical. You know, they, they talk about like, you, you know, the, the event, the weather, you know, like the what, where, when, when women are looking for that emotional component, component of, of your story, they want to know why you do what you do. So I help, you know, we, Rick and I uh, rehearsed a little bit, you know, um, uh, you know, got his stories down, you know, pretty good. And, um, you know, he took him out. We met some girls. And in two weeks, he sent me an email, and he said he met, he met his girlfriend. So I was really happy about that. Oh, my gosh. In just two weeks? Yeah. That's amazing. Two weeks. Yeah, because, you Very know, he had a plan, cool. right? He had a plan. He had. I think that's the biggest thing. He had a plan, and he looked like the type of guy, that the type of girl he's looking for. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, basically, he embodied that, you know, the quality guy. So. So, so if you're dealing so with someone like Rick, so if you're uh-huh. dealing with someone like Rick, what kinds of places are you going to suggest that he go to meet women? So for so for Rick, I suggested um, wine tasting events. That's number one. Number two, ah. I said su- I suggest I suggested Rick to host his own event. So to organize, you know, like little get-togethers at either a restaurant or at, at uh, his own place. Um, and, you know, getting uh, his friends to invite their friends. So, because, you know, it's always better to meet, yeah, it's always better to meet people from your social circle. And number three, I got Rick into uh, uh, salsa dancing. Nice. Lots of women there. Lots of women there. Yes. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, you know, like maybe I wouldn't give the same advice to someone like Will, because Will's, uh, you know, he's uh, 31 when I first met him. He's a business owner. You know, I did. I, I gave Will uh, a different because Will is very heavy into personal development. He's a you know very business savvy person, and Will's looking for you know um, someone just like him. So I told him like, well, guess where you're gonna meet someone like you. So I told Will to you know spend more time going to conferences and uh, and marketing events, business events, um, you know like business meetup groups in his city, and you know yeah. it took him like a few months to to meet his girlfriend. So. Very cool. So I love it. So it's all different. Yeah, thank you. But that's some good advice in 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 itself. You know, go to the go to go to places, do the things that you love to do to meet people like you. I mean, I know it sounds really simple, but sometimes it doesn't necessarily occur to people. <laughs> I know. That's why that's why the program that that I'm creating it's called Outside the Bar. So you know the 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 promise of this program is you know it's a step by step system uh, to meet and attract the women uh, you want to be with without going to nightclubs. So that's, that's going to be the whole uh, hook point of the, the online program that I'm creating right now. I love it. I love that. Fantastic. Um, so earlier, before you came on, I was talking with this 
girl, Vic. She's a fantasy dater in um, London, and she hasn't been, she hasn't been dating for five years. And so uh-huh. she started playing the game, and she started meeting some people, and she went. And she's gone out with this guy on on two dates, but there's been there's been a tremendous amount of communication. Like this morning, he started texting at 10:30 in the morning, and then they kept texting until, I don't know, sometime tonight when they got on the phone for an hour and a half. So there's lots and lots of talking. But when they're together, uh, when they've been together, like the other day, she kind of couldn't figure him out. She went to she went to sort of link arms with him, and he kind of backed away. And then he, she, he was in her apartment, and um, she was hoping to kiss him, just, you know, see how the kiss is. And, and he was and he basically went running out of there. So <laughs> she said, will you please ask Mike, what can, uh, what can women do, you know, with a really shy guy? So uh-huh. I don't have any, uh, any advice for her. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, there's there's two ways to go about, you know, like, number one, he can, uh, you know, she can talk to the guy and, and you know, kind of, like, calm his nerves that, you know, everything's okay, you know, like, um, just, just, just have a more open communication because I think there's, there's two people making assumptions there, right? Maybe the guy's thinking, I don't want to fuck this up, you know. Oh, sorry, sorry if I swore. Uh, you know, I, okay. I don't want to mess, mess. I don't want to mess this up, you know. Um, I don't want to be too forward, too aggressive. Meanwhile, she's thinking like, man, you're like, go, you're going so slow. Come on, let's let's pick up the pace. So I think it's just it's it's just about having, you know, like a clear communication about what two people are looking for. Um, I think mm-hmm. that's, that's going to be the first thing that I would do is just have that, you know, ha- you know sit down and, and have that chat, like kind of assess uh, where they, they both are at emotionally and what they're looking for. Or number two, you know, like maybe maybe he's the wrong fit for, for her because, you know, I tell my guys this all the time, right? You know, dating is a process of elimination. It's not a process of manipulation. Like you can't change mm-hmm. someone into someone else that they're not. So Agreed. Um, yeah. So it's either it's either or you know ha- have a sit down and have a communication or number two maybe maybe right maybe he's just not the right guy yeah. right and she has right. to be okay with that yeah yeah absolutely that's good advice well she's thank you <laughs> I hope she's I, I would hope so <laughs> <laughs> yeah great okay so um, what else but, do you want to cover. But, uh, uh, you know what, oh, what kind of just like saying? backtracking back backtracking to what you said, you know, I, I totally like I so I my best friend is a girl. Um, you know, I live with, with uh, both my roommates are girls too and uh, you know, I, I love that you give girls advice to, you know, like um kinda uh you know, like smile or make eye contact and uh, and make a move. I guess like where I was coming from earlier was, you know, like the majority of my friends are they're a little bit embarrassed to, you know, walk up to a guy and, and, and make the first move because they don't want to be perceived as, you know, like, oh, like, am I coming coming on too strong and stuff like that. So that's kind of what I meant uh, earlier. But I do agree with you that, you know, I really hope girls would, you know, help guys too to, you know, to make the interaction, um, you know, faster by giving signs that, yes, we are interested in talking to you and, and being approached. So that's kind of what I meant sure. earlier. Yeah. Sure. Oh, I get it. I get it. It's all about being approachable and it's all about, I mean, just dropping a hint. Just smiling and making exactly. eye contact can make all the difference in yeah. the world. Like, hey, I see you. Want to chat? And 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 by approaching someone, I mean, when uh, we encourage fantasy theaters to 
to date everywhere they go. The game is on everywhere you go. That means if you're in line at Starbucks or, you know, or you're at Whole Foods or you're at the car wash or wherever you are, if there's someone there, just hi, how you doing? You know, or, oh, exactly. Uh, exactly. And I and what I tell kind my of broccoli guys, should you know, I buy? You know, Whatever. <laughs> exactly. So so I tell my guys, you know, if you want to be good with one girl, you have to be good with girls in general. If you want to be good with girls in general, you have to be good with people in general. And, you know, yeah. it, it's kind of sad because, um, you know, I've seen this happen over and over again where guys, guys would be very selective in terms of who they, you know, obviously like they would treat a more attractive girl nicer than, you know, someone who's not as attractive as the other girl. And, and I tell my guys, I'm like, you know, treat every girl the same, whether she's, whether she's a model, whether she works at Starbucks, whether she's a cashier, you know, if you're nice and respectful to all women, you'll never have a fear, a fear of approaching them to, because you're not you know, putting anyone on a pedestal, you know, like you're treating women all uh, equally and you're making them, uh, you know, all feel loved and accepted and beautiful. So that's, that. I think that's rule number one right there, you know, just treat women, uh, you know, um, uh, with equal respect, not and not being selective with who you're more charismatic or not. Absolutely. And not only that, it's exercise. I mean, it's practice. It's really just flexing a muscle. The more that, the more, the more at ease you are having a conversation with anyone in line at mm-hmm. the grocery store, uh, the the easier it is to have a conversation with someone you're actually attracted to. So for me, I, I chat with people everywhere I go. It's just, I've just always been that way. I, I'm just that person. So it's not uh-huh. scary for me to walk up to someone that I'm attracted with, uh, attracted to and say hi because I've been I I talk to everybody. So, so wow, more, that's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really just practice. I mean, it, it sounds so silly, but you need to practice. Yes, and I think yeah. I think if there's one thing that that guys or girls can uh, or or women can can take away from from this conversation is to really be mindful of the stories you're telling yourself. Because the moment you say, I'm not good enough, or the moment you say, you know, a guy like that or a a girl like that wouldn't go for for someone like me, then sorry, you know, like there's no, there's no, there's nothing you can wear. There's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can do that'll make a person like you because you don't like yourself. It's so so true. It's so true. So true. And it's also, and uh, it, yes, so then there's, it's so important to, another thing Vix was saying earlier, she was, she was saying, she was worried that maybe it would end up being a situation where this was a guy that she would have to be constantly reassuring and constantly, uh, who, who really ne- still needed to do some work on himself. And she said, why do I always get the fixers, you know? Why can't I get mm. someone who's already there? And and it's so important for for people to do their own work on themselves because if you're not okay with yourself and like you said right the, right when you came on the air you said you teach people to love themselves because if you, if you don't love yourself no one's going to love you it's not attractive it's just not it's it's not sexy confidence is sexy so mm-hmm. you know it's all tied together yeah, and and really, you know, like have something going on for you outside of the relationship. I think I think that's another key mm. is to you know like I always get my guys to you know figure out you know like what are you passionate about you know like what's that one thing that you're jumping out of bed for every single morning because you know I, I and I tell all my guys this once you find that thing 
and you're and that you're excited to to jump out of bed for it and you can't wait to do it, that's when you become attractive to women because you exude that, you know, passion is very contagious. You know, like when you when you talk to someone and they love what they do, you know, like I don't even care what it is, you know, it's knitting or 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 anything, right? If they love what they do, you know, it's very contagious and that's very attractive, you know, what to both guys and girls. So I really encourage everyone listening to this to, you know, like really find your passion, find your passion and, and do your best to, you know, like uh, uh, make that your, your ideal lifestyle. So. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I can't believe we haven't talked sooner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, it, I, I just don't think a lot of guys, a lot of people talk about, you know, I know it's not dating related, but I really think, um, you know, that's such a, like an underrated advice, you know, like passionate people are just very, they're just very attractive because when you, when you get in relationship with someone who loves their life and loves what they do, you know, like they're, they have no problem giving uh, themselves a hundred percent because you know they, their passion rejuvenates them. Their passion is where, you know, they get their reserves from. But if you have someone who's, you know, kind of hates their job and, you know, doesn't like mm-hmm. their body, doesn't like their style, doesn't like themselves. And, you know, they're basically finding validation from the other person. And, you know, a lot of people are looking for their better half when I think they should be looking for their better whole, you know, like you got to le- you got to yes. look for another complete person, not another incomplete person. Yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, that's great. Okay. So, what else would you like to tell us? <laughs> Anything you covered? <laughs> well, what else would you like to know? Uh, yeah, so step one, get clear on your goals. Step two, obviously be honest about it. You know, don't, if you're a guy, and honestly, if you're a guy, you're, let's get real. Like, there's some guys who are just looking for, you know, like short-term romance for casual dating. Be honest. You know, like, don't promise the girl that you're looking for something long-term just to get in her pants because, that's not cool, right. you know, like you're tricking people, you're tricking people into being with you. And whatever, whatever it is you're looking for, there are people out there who are looking for the same thing, right? So the more you can be honest up front, the more you're going to get what you want. So that's number two. Number three, you know, like really work backwards, right? You know, like figure out, you know, make sure you're able to give what you're asking for. Number four, show up at, show up at the right place. You know, like you, you're not going to be able to find a fish in the desert. So if you're looking for for an intellectual, high quality, you know, amazing girl, you're not gonna find her at the, you know, like the dive bar. Um, yeah. So she's probably right. not gonna be there. And then number five, just uh, you know, connect with people for the sake of connecting with people. And number six, you know, like really, really fall in love with your lifestyle. You know, that's number one. Right. Fall in love with yourself. Fall in love with your lifestyle. Find your passion and share that with somebody else. And I think that's a recipe for a great relationship. And and number, uh, the next one is no matter what happens, you know, like you should be okay, uh, whether the person's there or not. You know, you should be happy on your own, and um, and, and not because there's someone there's someone else there. So that's yes. uh, yeah. If if we can sum things up, that's that's basically what I would say. Yeah, that's like a Bible. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a long time to figure it out, so I'm happy I'm able to share it with other people too. Because you know, I went down on this you know other path, right? Like when I got into this, you know, I, like I started reading like some some stuff about you know how to pick up girls, and you know, like I read the game and all that stuff. So you know, I went out, went to nightclubs, and man, like mm-hmm. I spent so much money, I I wasted so much of my time. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so many weekends wasted being hungover. 
And, you know, yeah, I got a few dates out of it. But for the most part, like, you know, number one, I was broke when I was doing it because I was spending so much money on cabs and paying for cover and buying drinks and, you know, talking to girls. It's, it's like I'm forcing them to like me when I started to realize, looking back now, that we're just not the same people. Like, we don't like the same things. And there's nothing that I can say for you to like me, and there's nothing you can say for me to like you. You know, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm making something work that's not supposed to work. So if I can, if I can share that message to other people, especially guys who are starting out or out of a, you know, they've been, uh, they just got out of a long-term relationship or guys in the pickup industry, like, come on guys, you know, like that's not how it works, right? Like you really got to love yourself before you find love from other people. You know, that's really what it comes down to. Mm, So true. Oh, it's great advice. Okay. So, (laughs) So let's. Why don't you um, tell everybody where they can find you and um, how you can help them? Yeah. So um, you know, if if you if you enjoyed uh, everything that I've shared today in this interview, you can definitely find uh, find more. You know, I got articles at uh, socialmanproject.com. Uh, you can get a free report that'll help you go from shy to social, and uh, it, it'll be the one thing that'll help you overcome your fear of approaching women. So just go to socialmanproject.com. It's a, it's a free cheat sheet. You know, just put in your email. I'll send it to your inbox right away. And uh, lots of free articles there on mindset, uh, presence, uh, dating, and lifestyle. So, you know, more of this if you enjoy this. And, um, you know, all my social, social media um, uh, uh, information should be there too. Awesome. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Yeah, it, it's so random. I think we uh, uh, we found each other on Twitter, and then you know we got a hold of each other via email, and then the, the, the timing was perfect because you know the week after we ha- uh, we got connected, you know I was flying here in LA, so I got a local number while I, while I'm down here. Um, I'm here for a for a book summit for my book. You know I got a publishing deal, which I'm really thankful for. So that's why I'm here in LA. Oh, that's amazing. So tell us a little yeah. bit about the book. Uh, the book is called Outside the Bar, uh, a step-by-step system to meet and attract uh, the women you want without going to nightclubs. So it's a more honest, authentic, and uh, genuine and holistic way to approach some. It's very counterintuitive to what, you know, like the general dating advice is. Um, it's, you know, really focused on the guy and, and, and you know, making the, guy, um, making, making the guy the priority to just really, like, love himself, you know, get his shit together, get your head straight, get your lifestyle figure it out and you know you'll you'll seriously attract uh number one more women number two higher quality women if you become a higher quality guy so that's what the book's all about fantastic and is it available now or i'm sorry i didn't hear not yet not yet no no not yet but you know like if they, if they join if they if they opt in if they get the cheat sheet they're going to be included in my uh mailing list so they're they're going to be the first to get notified when the book comes out for sure so again go to social men project.com fantastic and when the book comes out come back on the show and we'll uh we'll talk about yeah the book. yeah I'll yeah for sure. <laughs> definitely definitely well thank you so much Sounds this was good. really awesome i really appreciate it thank you so much i really appreciate you thanks for reaching out and, and thanks for holding space for me and thanks for having me here i really appreciate it oh you're welcome you're awesome enjoy la <laughs> thank you talk to you soon yeah okay bye. great bye all right. Well, that was really awesome. 
So um, I just learned a lot, even though a lot of it's on par with what we believe in here at FantasyDatingGame.com. Um, he was uh, really uh, genius in the way he um, in the way he uh, voiced a lot of that. So um, we will definitely be writing that up and sharing that everywhere. So that said, uh, thank you so much for joining me tonight on Fantasy Dating Radio. We will be back next week. We're having a very special guest. Her name is uh, Shasta Piatakovas, I think. That's her last name. I'm getting all the crazy last names this week. Um, and she is the uh, founder of a... Um, uh, of an, in- I'm sorry. She's the founder of an interracial dating club in uh, Washington D.C. And so we are going to be talking about interracial dating next week, which is very exciting. And Ryan will be back, which is awesome. So psyched. And the following week, we are going to have the most amazing episode ever, the Gratitude Show, and Ryan's incredible stepson Kane is going to ho- co-host. He is probably the coolest 10-year-old on the planet, and we're going to be talking about what we're thankful for. And we would love for everyone to call in and and share what they're thankful for. Uh, that would be the night before the greatest day of the year. Uh, okay. So until then, thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this uh, episode of Fantasy Dating Radio, please share it. Please tweet it. Please post it on Facebook. Share it however you want to share it. Just share it. And uh, and please uh, check out Tao of Sound. They do our awesome theme song, and we want to thank them for it. And uh, that's about it. Until then, dare to do something that scares you.